From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. It was a significant day in New South Wales Parliament yesterday, as is, uh, I suppose, recognised by the front page of the Newcastle Herald today, which has a uh, a lovely three-quarters of the page photograph of, uh, of Greg Piper and the headline, Terminal Velocity. It is great news. It was uh, a big one. It took a long time to uh, to get to us. But, Greg Piper, congratulations. You must be a very pleased man. Yeah, good morning, Tracy. Yes, I am. Thank you very much for that introduction. It's uh, it's, it's a great relief. Uh, yes, uh, obviously for me, that, you know, <laughs> so many people are so invested in this issue emotionally and, and, and will be financially invested in improving our, uh, our state economy, let alone, the, yeah, the, the obvious impact to our, our regional economy. So, great thing. And uh, I'm just so pleased that I could uh, bring everybody together. And look, it was uh, it was quite emotional. I know that uh, that um, Tim Crackenthorpe spoke quite emotionally yesterday about the fact that uh, you know he he really did thank you for bringing this uh, this before Parliament. It has been talked about and argued about for so many years. And as you said yesterday, it uh, it just releases the shackles and allows us to uh, for the next 43 years now to be able to reach our potential. Yeah, and that, that was that was one of the most wicked things that, that, that Newcastle was being locked out of uh, being a, a container terminal in a, in a world where international trade is going to become increasingly important in that sense for 50 years, obviously 43 still to run. So uh, we'll, we'll have that result. I'm hoping it's t- uh, Thursday, uh, mm. tomorrow, but uh, it may well be next week before Legislative Council deals with it, but I'm not uh, anticipating any problems there and uh, I do know that the Port of Newcastle uh, already have some very uh, interested backers, financial backers there to um, to uh, start the process but it's going to be a long time this is uh, this is going to be generational change for our area and that's exactly what we need as our area changes mm. over generations Absolutely, I mean that's that's the job of a politician isn't it, generational change to enable that change to happen well, I think it should be. If we, we tend to sort of deal in short-termism mm-hmm. way too often, um, but it's uh, I've, I've always tried to um, look beyond that, look beyond my time. And uh, I know that some other uh, members uh, have as well, and we've been able to bring them along with the uh, with the logic of the argument, and this was great. So, Greg, um, break it down for us. What uh, what was actually agreed to yesterday, and uh, and what will be the plan going forward? Well, the main thing is that um, we've given the Port of Newcastle a, uh, a mechanism to um, to start a process to, to get rid of uh, um, the restrictions on them. So uh, what they will now do is they will, um, when, they're, when they're ready, they will uh, approach the government, the, the Treasurer will be given a, uh, a, a restricted time frame to put in, in place a review of the, um, the the deal that was done in 2013-2014. So there will be an independent 
financial expert who will look at this and look at what the port had paid and, and how much that was um, discounted because of the restriction was put on it. So the port will then have to um, make up that money, which I'm not going to estimate what it is, but there's a substantial amount, obviously. Uh, they'll have to make that up from the 2014 uh, estimated value plus uh, CPI on top of that. Now, that was the under that they paid. Now, perhaps New South Wales ports will say, well, hang on, we've paid a premium, we paid over. We think that there will be... Um, uh, 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 close to an equality between the under and over that's, that's paid. So Port of Newcastle will have to pay the, the state the, uh, the additional monies and uh, at that point they will be able to go ahead with their uh, planning process and applications for, um, for this port. So it could be a year or, or, or maybe longer before we actually see physical movement there, but the um, the, the uh, changes will be seen relatively soon and they will be profound. What's been the reaction? I mean, I, I know that from farmers that this has been a call that's been going on for a long, long time. I know that, uh, you know, for jobs. What, what's been the reaction that you've had since uh, in the last um, uh, 12 hours or so? Oh, the, the, the reaction has been uh, huge from uh, uh, manufacturing um, sector right around the area with Central Coast, the, the Newcastle Hunter Lake Macquarie, uh, and they're, they're an obvious um, the beneficiary of this. This, this can be huge in seeing jobs increase in our local area. But uh, you, you mentioned the farmers, farmers and uh, large agribusiness in the region, the Hunter, uh, the New England, the Northwest, um, who have been so frustrated for years with the uh, the on cost. It's not just the cost, uh, additional cost per ton to transport their uh, their high end, um, high quality exports. It's the delays. Um, look. Botany, I'm, I've got nothing against the port of Botany. They're, they're doing a great job. They employ people. But, but even uh, the, the best-case scenario, they, they are sitting on the edge of the most congested city in Australia. The, the logistical problems there are uh, you know, virtually insurmountable, and uh, Newcastle will always have a, um, an, an edge in servicing our area and the northwest, and we shouldn't be denied that, and this is what this bill will do. Absolutely. Now, last week, uh, yourself and two other independent uh, MPs, Alex Greenwich and, uh, and Joe McGurr, you wrote to the Premier um, urging for an investigation into the harm brought by gambling um, and the influence that, uh, that that sector holds over public policy. It's D-Day now, isn't it? We are getting to the point where we, we certainly need to understand what the power is that these organisations hold over government. Look, it is very substantial. Nobody can deny that. Um, we, we know that they, uh, the clubs in New South Wales in particular, but certainly AHA uh, historically have, uh, invested a lot in the major political parties. We um, have called for a commission of inquiry, Tracy, to, to look at these matters, and I think that that would certainly help guide and maybe give some strength to the argument for um, leaders, whether it's um, the Premier, Perrottet, Dominic Perrottet, or the opposition leader, Chris Minns, to actually take some meaningful action 
to reduce the, the, yeah. the harm being done by electronic gaming machines. They, they are wicked. They really are wicked. And no, I don't. We, nobody minds if somebody wants to have a, a flutter and uh, you know on, on, on the horses or the mm. dogs or or whatever, or e- even a bit of time on on poker machines. But we all know that it goes way beyond that for too many people. Way beyond. And, uh, yeah, way beyond that. And we we have an opportunity now in light of findings of different inquiries, particularly uh, recent uh, recommendations from the New South Wales Crimes Commissioner to do something about it. And if we can't do it then, well, seriously, there's, there's something wrong wrong with the spine of our political leaders. And the fact that we have, uh, next to Nevada, we have the next most poker machines in the world in New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, just, sc- just, that's scary figures, isn't it? Yeah, but, I mean, some people might be disappointed that we'll never get to be number one. I don't know, but you know, it is, it, it is just amazing. Mm. And uh, you know, when we when we look at uh, look at that, the casinos are, are huge. But when we look at the actual, uh, um, uh, you know, number of gaming opportunities that read machines mm. across New South Wales and pumps and clubs, it makes the casinos look insignificant. It really does, absolutely. Well, best absolutely. of luck with it all. Um, thank you so much for your time. I know how busy you are. I know you've been, as I said, you, you've been the poster boy for every every media outlet this morning, so I hope I hope you're getting a big frame and putting all of those covers up somewhere, are you? Uh, Tracy, I'm, I'm a little bit past that. <laughs> oh, come on. If uh, if Dan Repicoli can do a burger a burger calendar, you can do a container terminal calendar. There you go. Dan Dan's young and fresh. I'm, 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 I'm old, not quite stale, but, but you're definitely um. not. Look, congratulations. Okay. That is what it is. Uh, what it means to be an independent. That is what it means to make a difference to uh, to this city. And it's not even your seat. So congratulations. Big call, Thanks, and you did it. Well done. Yeah, thanks, Tracy. My pleasure. Great Chat soon. Thank you. Bye, mate. Bye, That is uh, Greg Piper, the independent member for Lake Macquarie, and they did it. They finally unshackled the port of Newcastle, and uh, we can start to move forward with a container terminal. Congratulations to everybody involved, and uh, here we go. Let's now make it a reality. With decades of media experience, Tracy Mack brings you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9, only on Newcastle Live.